0: that's rad adventures in life love and wedding planning from the pacific northwest i am rad your host and owner of rad occasions and this is the amazing rob hello hello (laughs) are you still sore after this wedding
1: i'm surprisingly okay yeah
0: oh that's good i know
1: i definitely thought i was gonna be a lot more sore
0: i did too and we're gonna get into that in this episode because this is season three episode nine and actually my mother-in-law gave us this idea um and it was a good one so we're gonna talk about what happens before during and after a wedding day and now that i wrote it all down it's a lot yeah yeah it's a lot
1: i don't think you realize just how much you do for people like especially on the day of
0: well, I do realize, but at the same time it's not like I guess it doesn't really really sink in.
1: Yeah. Like what was it? How, how many just as a quick overview, how many hours were we there?
0: So we like when we from like when we left the house or when we actually got there?
1: From when we left the, the house until when we got back? Okay, to the house. so I
0: think we left at like nine forty five in the morning and we got back at two. A.M. A.M. The next day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a long long day. I know.
0: (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Jinx. (laughs) Wait, no. You need to talk during this podcast episode. (laughs) So no jinx. I take it back.
1: That's not... What do you think jinx is? Jinx is just when you say... Almost saying
0: something. No?
1: No. Jinx is just when you say the same thing at the same time as the other person. Oh,
0: I've been doing it wrong this
1: whole time. What... It doesn't, like, stop the other person from Um, talking. no!
0: I've been doing it wrong this whole time! (laughs) Usually
1: it's like, jinx, you owe me a Coke.
0: Yeah, Mm but nobody drinks Coke. Well, nobody in this house anyways. No. Or anyone that I know, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, that's another topic (laughs) for another day. So, I guess we don't want to start at, like, the very, very beginning of, like, the relationship. We're going to start maybe, like, the week out. So, like, the timeline's done, the decor plan's done, all the details are sorted, and this is what we do behind the scenes that the couple and their guests and vendors do not see. So, we're going to start maybe a week out? Yeah. Yeah, let's start there. So, the week of the wedding, we do a few things. We put together our client gift for the couple, just saying congratulations. It's nothing big, you know, thought that counts. not going to say what it is because I don't want to spoil the surprise for our future couples. Um, and we prep our emergency kit because things ran out the weekend before. Um, things that you didn't think of maybe come up. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to use it, but my mom gave me one of those like extendo... Um, handle things with a magnet on it. She said, just in case somebody loses their, loses their keys. <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll see one of these days I might end up using it, but it's in there. Um, for example, we run out of band-aids a lot. We also run out of, cause I don't keep a whole box of band-aids, batteries, candles, like little tea light votives. Um, lighters, that kind of thing. So we're just making sure that like we have everything. Um, we also organize the car. I know Rob's going to have something to say about this (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes every once in a while, we do have some things that we have to take for the couple to the venue. So if it's like a venue where you can't drop off the decor before, they don't have somebody that will bring in the decor for them. Like a friend or a family member, um, or like, it's just like, it's a lot of like big things that don't fit in our SUV, then we will help bring some of those things, which involves taking out the car seat, taking out anything we have in the trunk, taking out that like trunk cover thing that we have, putting down the seats if we need to, that sort of thing. Um, we also have been going paperless this year. So we've been downloading all of our documents to the iPad. We've also been taking screenshots of the documents on our phones so that we have like a few different screens that have all of the information. And then we spent that last week also cleaning and prepping the house because we also have a house guest which is Rob's mom, and she takes care of Remy for us. So that is super helpful, and basically it's just, like, the lead-up to the wedding. So that stuff's, like, pretty easy-peasy, but we definitely, you know, take some time to get there.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely, there's a fair amount of prep prior to... Us uh, showing up on the day of,
0: mm-hmm. and then the day before, which is what we're leading up to on the day, and then we'll walk you through like actually our most recent wedding and just what we did. Um, so the day before, we will pick up any decor from the couple um, if we haven't already, because sometimes it works out better with our schedules to pick up earlier in the week, and we have the rehearsal, and that's really about all that happens the day before.
1: Yeah, so it's a few hours.
0: Mm -hmm. It's just, it's not even a few hours, it's a couple of hours, I would say. Because our rehearsals, as you guys learned from our previous episode this season, are max 45 minutes. Yeah. So, you want to start with the day of? Uh, For this last
1: wedding? (laughs) I mean, it usually involves getting things prepared the night before, and then waking up fairly early the day of and getting Ruby ready and talking to my mom and making sure la- any last-minute things are are taken care of. And, and to be
0: clear, we are only up early because Revi is up early.
1: Yes, Ruby is up he... between 6.45 and 7.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Don't need an alarm clock anymore, though.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we did before, when I was, like, always paranoid about... Um, Waking up late on wedding days. That is a thing of the past. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, basically, we get to the venue for this wedding. Maybe it was out in Souk. So, we left at 9.45 just in case of traffic or anything. And it so, we started at about 10.45. We were a little bit early. So, we started at 10.30. Basically, went over all of the decor items that the couple had for us, because we didn't have a rehearsal for this wedding because it was only a reception. So this was basically like the run through for all the decor stuff was where they wanted to enter from any like last minute logistical things that need to be adjusted. Uh, like for example, when the tables and everything got put out, it turns out that, what would you call that edging, that concrete thing that like stuck out
1: i don't know that so they had a cad drawing that had all of the dimensions that was incorrect and the little i don't know
0: it was like the thing by like by the stairs where like there was like a security light and to back up for everybody a cad drawing is
1: computer assisted design
0: which is used by interior designers
1: architects designers Okay. Yeah.
0: Let's tell you people in the dark, Rob.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and basically, this, like, thing, this, like, concrete thing that, like, where, like, the security lighting was on that was right by the stairs, that like, get onto the patio, it just, it looked like it was a lot smaller. And so because the measurements were off by, like, a foot. Foot and a half. It kind of just... Threw off the rest of the plan, so we had to adjust a couple of things. So that took a little bit of time. We had to reposition where the bar was going to be, and and basically just adjust the plans so that like the couple could still have the background of the ocean behind them because I know we had talked about doing like. The tables the other way around, but then, like, it wouldn't have been as nice of a backdrop on either side. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad that we were able to make it work out for them. Um, so, then we started setting up, and this meant uh, that tables were being delivered by the decor company, and they were like the big harvest tables that are over 110 pounds, which is why I'm asking Rob if he's still sore, and uh, because he put them away all by himself at the end of the night. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my workout.
0: But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So we start putting things away and, or putting things out. And then the bride comes out and says that her weather app says it's going to start raining. And she says one centimeter. And somebody else says, do you mean one centimeter or one millimeter? Because that's a big difference. And I will also note that this couple decided to go without a tent, much to my chagrin, chagrin, I think that's the word for it, but basically we had to pause everything for like a good hour, two hours, I would say, because we didn't want to put more stuff out in case it really started coming in, coming down. And in typical West Coast fashion, it uh, started to clear up, and so the only things we put out at that point were because we moved away from keeping like the dried florals out, and it stuck to things that could be put out that could either be wiped off, like plastic chargers, um or things that needed water in them anyways, like the vases that the floating candles were going to go in, um or like the fresh flowers that you know they don't care. It's rain. So basically we just did those kinds of things. And then we made sure that all of the place settings were out. Once it stopped raining, all the plates, all the napkins were already folded while it was raining. Cause we could do that inside. Um, and then we also coordinated with the vendors that were arriving to set up the photo booth and to set up the bar and making sure that everything that we were specified in the decor plan that was discussed with the couple was being set up according to plan. And of course, there's always some adjustments that we have to make. Like for example, because this venue is an Airbnb, it doesn't typically, venues don't typically have a space where you can have a busing station for your bar and for your um, catering. So we kind of had to like make shift an area and we had to change what the welcome table was going to look like, which actually turned out for the better because there weren't that many items to go on the welcome table. And the original table was a huge. Yeah. So I guess, should we get into like exactly what we put down? Things or is that like just no, too,
1: that's, that's too, much, too much information? Too much information. Too
0: much information because it's different for every single wedding.
1: Yeah, and we assisted, we helped out the vendors that were showing up as well. Like if we had a few spare minutes here and there, like you helped set up the back screen for the photo booth and I helped bring down the bar for the bar. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because it was a precarious. Yeah. Um, method and like it's basically all hands on deck and it's really nice when you're working with vendors and understand that it's like teamwork makes the dream work because like really it's not like you against everybody else or anything vice versa. It's just making sure that everything runs smoothly for the couple because they are the ones who hired all of us and we're here to make their event a success. So yeah, that was definitely really nice. And then we had... um Aside from like setup, what that we initially do in coordination with the vendors that are arriving, we also coordinate with vendors that aren't even there. So for example, in this case, there was the shuttle that was bringing guests to the venue um, because there just weren't enough parking spots. And also a lot of this, actually the entire wedding, they were from out of town. They were from Vancouver. So a lot of them hadn't bothered to rent cars. And in this case, we also... Um, helped out with the, the music, which we don't normally because we are not DJs. Um, but at a small event like this, it doesn't entirely make sense to have a DJ. Um, but we also like, you know, kind of like have like a little asterisk on it is like, okay, yes, we can help you do this. But at the same time, we are not DJs. So we are just doing our best. (laughs) And, from there, it's basically uh, answering any questions that maybe like the catering staff have, showing them where like things are that they need to know about and like just coordinating about like, okay, like this is the person with the allergies. This is like, everything's good with a seating shirt, that kind of thing. And then guests start arriving and it is showtime. And basically with that, in this situation, we were asked by the couple if somebody Rob in this case, could like, just let people know to like, look at the seating chart, find their seat and basically welcome them as they walked in. And that worked out really well. And canopies started getting passed, drinks were being had, everything went really well. Um, and, and then we lead up into dinner and then it's basically communication between myself and the kitchen to make sure that everything flows smoothly. And I know one of the things that, really is quite challenging in any dinner service, especially when it comes to a course dinner service, like family style or just plated having speeches in between the courses can sometimes end up being something that makes your dinner run late. And it's not what we want because then the food gets cold. So basically it was just a, a balancing act of making sure that the speeches were running on time and that the kitchen knew they had to like push anything back before they actually ended up plating it. So I think that for that great communication is key.
1: And then making sure the music was playing. That too. And people had the wireless mic for speeches. Yes. I'm just pointing out the little like the little things things that I helped with.
0: (laughs) The little things that you helped with and that we don't usually do. Yeah. So that's another thing, too, because I want to make sure that anyone who is a future couple that is listening to this is aware that these are things that we do to help out because we want to make things easier for everyone, but we're not experts at it.
1: I'm not a sound technician. (laughs) I am not a DJ. I am not a... Professional MC?
0: No. And that was one thing that I was quite hesitant about with this wedding, is that there was no MC, and that is how the couple wanted it. And honestly, I'm, I am know I'm pointing out yet another episode that we've done this season, but I feel like an MC is a must, regardless of the size of the wedding. And I think next time around, I will insist that somebody has an MC, because it's just...
1: It just makes things easier. It
0: makes things run smoother, and it, it helps... Um, for everyone to know what's going on, like right from the beginning and, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to push for it next time. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we also had a slideshow with this wedding as well. So once the slideshow was done and ready, we had to like get all of that equipment out of the way. And another interesting thing that came up is because we had to move the positioning of the bar because of the that cement block those two cement blocks that stuck out we had to find lighting because as soon as the sun goes down you can't really bartend in the dark (laughs) so you found lighting where
1: i found two random outlets that were hanging over the back because there was string lighting along the edge of the fence that overlooked the ocean I just happened to look back and there was two additional outlets there and then the bartender went and snagged a couple of uh, side lamps from one of the bedrooms to help light the bar.
0: Perfect. Yeah. And I think we found a floodlight switch. Yep. And then we also had some string lights. So yeah, lots of options. <laughs> yeah. um, from there too, like there was dessert buffet that needed to be set up. There was. Um, making sure that the cake got taken away as soon as it was cut. When the couple walked into the reception, there was a lot of like little things like that. And we're not going into these kinds of things for coordination because every single wedding is different. Um, and it's going to be, it's all going to come with its own different, uh, requirements of your vendors. So that's where we're not going to get too much into those details. And then basically the rest of the night is making sure that everybody is, everything is just like getting cleaned up slowly and that if we need more help with anything that like we ask the waiters to stay, that kind of thing. Um, But really we're waiting for the last call to happen so that we then know we have like a half an hour until the end and then usually we have an hour to clean up. So this was a little tricky because it was an Airbnb and there were not only the couple staying there, but there was also their family and, uh, some of their family members had young kids. So we had to do takedown. We also had to do it quietly because we didn't want to wake anyone up. So that was a little bit of an added challenge, but like I said, Rob went ahead with those 110 pound tables and put them all away. And then like, basically because this was a full on house that we were in, all the chairs have to go away. All the glassware, um, plates were already taken away. Thank goodness. Because of catering, cutlery was already taken away. Linens have to come off the tables. Candles have to get blown out all the vases have to be put away. Like there's basically everything that got put out has to go back in its box. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And like, we're not saying we are not putting up this episode to make anyone feel bad for us. We're just creating more awareness. Um, this is not a pity party. This is just as creating more awareness of what actually happens on a wedding day. So then There's also the drive home. So, and then when we get home, I have a really hard time just like powering down. Rob seems to have no problem at all. (laughs) Just goes right to sleep. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes, sometimes. yeah. So I sit there and I write up a draft email on my phone while lying in bed about all the things that I need to tell a couple that I should get out into an email before I forget. So I do all of that, and then I save it to my drafts, because, or sometimes I just send it, depending on if I've had enough time to think about it or not. And of course, we ask for a review, we ask if we can get their photos once they have them, that kind of thing. And we basically just leave it at that. Am I missing anything?
1: I mean, there's always things throughout the evening You know, issues that come up and and little things that need to be tweaked and stuff that we try not to let the couple know are happening to make sure that they're not worried or or concerned about anything Mm -hmm. going on behind the scenes.
0: I'm trying to think of examples of that now, and I'm coming to a blank.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I guess like that's why it was a very general statement. Well,
0: I well not at this wedding, but we have had at other weddings where like the one of the mains was missing from the buffet, and it was really important that that main be there because most of the people at the wedding were vegetarians, and that was going to be like their 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 dish, and because it wasn't there they kind of lost out, but like we were able to point that out to catering and like they fixed it in in another way with more dessert, chocolate fountain, chocolate fondue fountain, I believe it was. (laughs) And, (laughs) but I mean, like, those are the kinds of things that like we pick up on and we also like make sure that And the reason we can pick up on those things, actually not make sure, but the reason we can pick up on those things is because we have asked the couples for their contracts in advance so that we can be sure to communicate that information to whoever the vendor is and fix it before the couple is aware. So I think that definitely helps the situation or like if technical things come up, we try to fix it behind the scenes. And I know like with this slideshow, for some reason, as soon as you plugged in the laptop to the speaker, it just, the music did not want to run through the speaker. Yeah. It was very odd, but it was something that we could not have figured out because we're not tech people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and we just didn't have time the day yes, of, to especially be with to, the rain
0: and everything yeah, mm-hmm.
1: to do a test run.
0: Yeah, um, and then other things that I mean that have come up at other wedding days it, are around just like the logistics of getting things in and out. Actually, even at this wedding day, like the bar, like you mentioned in the table, mm-hmm. because it isn't just it isn't a venue. It, this house was built as a house to live in. Not as a venue, it's a gorgeous venue, but definitely it does add a little bit more elements of um, logistics and maneuvering and physics, even. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, just a few things to definitely think about. And at the end of the day, like I know there's a lot of people out there who may listen to this podcast and think. But they don't really need a wedding planner. And you know what? If you still think that after listening to this one, all the power to you. But like I said, I'm a little biased and I think you will always need one, need a wedding planner, because we make things run very, very smoothly, at least in my opinion.
1: <laughs> I think a hundred percent. And it also takes one more thing off of your plate to worry about, like... Wedding days are stressful for couples. It's it's a huge event. It's something that you want to focus on your partner and just getting to enjoy the experience of the day and not have to worry about all of the little things that come along with with you know things that happen on the day of. Mm-hmm. You just want to focus on enjoying it, not worrying about anything. So
0: yes, um. And in a shameless plug, you can need a wedding planner for next year. We are <laughs> booking. But uh, if not, that's fine too. <laughs> um, so until next week, stay rad.